0: Quick questions about Congress with Kilmer. Hi, this is Representative Derek Kilmer from Washington State's 6th District, welcoming you back to my podcast called Quick Questions About Congress with Kilmer. It almost rolls off the tongue. Um, today, I'm sitting down with Representative Ken Buck from the 4th District of Colorado. Thanks for joining me. Thank you, Derek. It's great to be here. So, tell me about Colorado's 4th District. Well, it
1: uh, is a large district. It extends all the way from Wyoming down to New Mexico. So we touch Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. Uh, And uh, it is uh, largely rural and uh, energy producing. We have uh, oil, natural gas, um, used to have coal. I don't think we produce coal anymore. Uh, We have uh, wind, and uh, solar. So we have a a, a wide variety of energy production and agricultural production.
0: If I went on vacation to Colorado's fourth (laughs) district, what would I do?
1: You would look at the mountains. All right, cool. <laughs> Hike. I'd do some hiking. You can do hiking. It, isn't, right. uh, it is the sort of the flat uh, side of Colorado. Okay. Um, but uh, there, are, there are a lot of historical sites and a lot of other uh, fun things to do. You'd probably play a lot of golf, a lot of good golf courses. All right,
0: cool. I am terrible at golf, um, Ken. My wife has discouraged me from swearing in public, so I kind of stopped playing. Um, so tell me about uh, how you ended up here. Uh, good question. I, I was. Do a, you ask yourself that every day. I or? do more and more since I've <laughs> been here.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have been. Uh, I was a prosecutor and and got very frustrated with uh, the laws that I was prosecuting and and just the the way that uh, we go about dealing with uh, the, the criminal justice issue. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to get on the legislating side of that. So I was a, a, a federal prosecutor for 15 years and then an elected district attorney for 10 years. So 25 years. Uh, doing that and uh just felt like uh this was a an area that I could have an impact in uh having uh, my background as a prosecutor.
0: And and how do uh how did you find it when you got here? What was your what was your take on Congress? Uh it, it's a
1: very bizarre place. Uh the um the rules that are set up date back a couple hundred years. The uh the relationships between people, I found that uh, it is not uh, as antagonistic between Republicans and Democrats. There's a lot of personal relationships that, that cross uh, the aisle. I think that uh, there's uh, a lot more potential for problem-solving than than actually occurs in, in this uh, institution, and, and that's very frustrating to me. Yeah. Uh, I think there are a lot of things that Republicans and Democrats and, and frankly, Republicans and Republicans disagree about but I, I don't think that ninety uh, percent uh, of the issues is really that much disagreement. We could come to a resolution on on most of the stuff that we that we have to address.
0: Say say more about that. What do you think um, from a I guess from a process standpoint? I'm, I'm, I want to ask you both the process question and then a substance question. From a process standpoint, what do you think is missing? Why do you think it goes off the rails as often as it does?
1: You know, I, I have to tell you, I, I'm a, a amateur student of history mm-hmm. and. And um, when I talk to the old timers uh, that used to be here, and some of them still are here, uh, they, they, uh, they sort of point to 1994, the, the sort of revolution when uh, Newt Gingrich and, and the Republicans uh, uh, got a majority in the House for the first time in, in decades. And uh, at that point, uh, um, people stopped living in D.C. and started commuting back home every weekend. And there's a lot less collegiality as a result of spouses not interacting with each other and members not going to their kids' soccer games, baseball games together. and. Uh, There's, uh, And and I think that's part of it. I I also think America is more divided now than it was 30, 40, 50 years ago. And and so uh, a lot of the members are a reflection of of their districts. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure there's a lot of incentive in in this institution to find compromise. There's a lot of incentive to get reelected. There's not a lot of incentive to actually... Uh, uh, solve a problem. The, the more some problems exist, the more uh, you can build a career on those problems.
0: Well, I know we've uh, worked together on the new Reformers Caucus that's focused on reform in a number of uh, of areas, um, you know, from campaign finance to some of the other um, kind of just uh, areas where government seems to um, be off the rails. Talk about how you got into that and, and why that was an interest for you. It's an interest because I, I, as I said earlier, I think that uh, there,
1: there really are 90% of the issues that we face that that we could reach an agreement on, and uh, and yet there's very few forums for Democrats and Republicans to sit down together and and try to come to a consensus there's a lot of opportunity for republicans to sit down and there's a lot of pressure on republicans to say uh, you know if we stick together we've got the majority and and we can uh, ram this bill through Uh, but there's very little opportunity to say wait a second there's some other folks here that have really good ideas and how do we include them in this and how do we instead of getting 218 votes get 400 votes and and really show america that uh, this is a thoughtful product that we've had hearings on and, and move forward on and I think the Reformers Caucus is one of those opportunities for uh, R's and D's to sit down and uh, get to know each other and, and, uh, it, and what's so interesting to me is I have a, a background um, uh, both professionally and culturally where I live um, and it's so different than some of the other backgrounds and, and if true. we interact more uh, we learn more from each other.
0: Yeah, for sure. You mentioned that there's a bunch of issues that uh, you think Congress could make some progress on. Is there an issue that you think um, Congress ought to be more focused on? Uh, something that doesn't get enough attention in D.C. Uh, well, uh, my passion—it's
1: <laughs> always—I think the, the answer to your question it always depends on why people came here. Sure. But my passion and and what really drove me to uh... wanna uh, get involved at, at this level uh... is is spending and and i think that everybody in this place would agree we should not spend more than we take in or we should spend maybe just a little bit more because we think we'll take in a little bit more next year but uh... spending is something that uh... i think that uh... we we could agree uh... needs to to be reined in the problem is what do we cut you know, if you if you start cutting the military, then Republicans get mad. If you start cutting some uh, some uh, social programs, Democrats get mad. And and so really, to to be responsible, we'd have to come together and and say e- everything gets to be a little bit smaller, and we've got to do this in a fair way. But uh, I think that um, spending is is one area that uh... that we could agree on i think there's a lot of uh... compassionate issues that, that democrats are known for for feeling strongly about that republicans feel strongly about too. and and the solution is somewhat different but i think if we got together on health care we would find ways of uh, delivering a health care service uh... that had a little bit more of a market incentive uh... for uh... uh competition to drive prices down at the same time had access to the, for those that couldn't afford it Those are the kinds of things I think we could get together. on.
0: You mentioned you came here as a a former federal prosecutor. How about kind of the criminal justice issues? And I know at times there's been discussion of Congress doing something, perhaps even in a bipartisan way, around criminal justice reform. What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I I, I think that that we do need to have reforms. And I think we have to look as a country really carefully at uh, making sure that our laws are being enforced uh, equitably and, and without any... Uh, um, sides taken or uh, distinct groups being punished more than others. I think there are uh, certain factors in, in that lead uh, some minority groups to being prosecuted more than others, and we've got to make sure that uh, we are not targeting unfairly. And so in, in that sense, I think reform is, is absolutely appropriate. Uh, I'm a strong believer that uh, a prison sentence is a huge deterrent for most crimes. Some crimes of passion, not so much, but for most crimes it is a big deterrent. We have to make sure that we still have uh, incarceration as an option uh, to, to use as a deterrent. But um, I, as as a uh, elected district attorney, uh, we reduced uh, adult crime in my uh, judicial district by 50 percent wow. and juvenile crime by 75 percent, and we did that with... Uh, pro- first taking the really bad uh, c- criminals out of the community, but then uh, developing programs where we gave uh, young people uh, the option to do the right thing. And uh, I think those programs, uh, if they are administered properly, are a cost savings, getting back to the spending issue, a cost savings at the same time, it's the right thing to do uh, as a human being.
0: Yeah. It's been interesting. You know, I've engaged some on these criminal justice issues and You've seen Democrats and Republicans sometimes come to the issue from different angles, right? Uh, Democrats sometimes from uh, the standpoint of um, you know some of the equity issues that you mentioned, and Republicans often looking at it as a you know if you get it done right in a way that continues to promote public safety, you can also save some money. Um, uh, let me ask you this: Is there anything that you know as you're back home and people ask you what surprised you know what surprised you about Washington D.C. Anything that's that's uh, come as a big surprise to you?
1: Well, uh, a, a few surprises. I guess the, the first is that um, uh, relationships overcome party. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Democrats and Republicans who are good friends and, and find ways to work through issues. Uh, the second thing is that the, the the system is truly broken. We we have whether whether Republicans are in charge or Democrats are in charge of the House. Um, the system doesn't work. We we ram things through. We uh we we don't uh do enough uh, thoughtful things and i think it's in large measure due to the uh influence of money in in politics the influence of the special interest groups in this town and and how they have captured the the party structure uh and and i think there are a lot of uh members who are victims of that broken system uh, just as much as the american public is is a victim of the broken system and so uh, I hope that we uh, uh, are able to make some reform and, and, and really fix something that uh, otherwise uh, will will end up in disaster for our country.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, how long? When did you come here? Uh,
1: this is my third year, so I won uh, the election in November of 2014 and, and arrived in the swamp in 2015.
0: <laughs> so tell me what the best day on the job has been so far.
1: Uh, I, I got a call uh, thanking me for working on a, on a bill, uh, won't name the person or the subject matter, but, um, I think the, the best day, the best days on this job are when I see an individual, um, not, not an issue, uh, that wins, but an individual's life has changed, um, as a result of, of the work that we do. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so when we gavel down on a flyout day at noon, what happens to you? Uh what's the what's the commute? Uh I get on a,
1: uh, I leave uh the office about two thirty. I get on a plane out of out of National, which is close much yeah. closer than Dulles, so it's a nice short uh ten, twelve minute drive. Uh I get on a plane at four o'clock, I arrive home at six o'clock. My wife is in the state legislature so Go I don't do get I- to see her on Thursdays when I get home, but I do get to see her on Fridays when I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I uh, go to the store, and I get my uh, kale and carrots, and uh, I juice in the morning every morning that I'm home. And so <laughs> I have to buy my fresh vegetables so that I can juice. I go home, and I'm exhausted, and I go to sleep.
0: Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound like a terrible commute. So where do you fly into?
1: Uh, I fly into uh, Denver International oh, wow. Airport. So I, I live about an hour and a half north of,
0: of Denver International. Okay. So you fly in and then to have a short drive reasonably short track. Right. Um, right. What do you do on the plane? You know, <laughs> it's
1: interesting. I didn't like flying uh, because it was just a waste of time. And I, I'm too anxious to waste that kind of time. So um, I, buy, I bought uh, what, what's called great courses. All right. and, I, uh, I, and, I, and I made sure that I didn't buy things that have anything to do with my job or my former <laughs> employment. So I, I just, uh, I, you know. Uh, You're the, learning
0: Chinese close uh the the artwork in the
1: louvre the oh, cool. uh classical music you know beethoven's sonatas yeah. what, whatever it is um i take these classes and and they're from college professors how fun. and you know what's really neat is i didn't appreciate when i went to college <laughs> how much you know learning mattered and now i just love learning for the sake of learning
0: yeah that's great um uh do you ever watch an in-flight movie uh, occasionally, I'm curious. Uh, I, I, so my first job, Ken, was working at something that no longer exists—a video store. Um, so I always end this by uh, asking folks what their—it's not fair to ask your favorite movie, but like two or three of the things that um, that you consider your favorites.
1: Well, uh probably my favorite movie um is a movie that that dates me a little bit. Um it's probably uh released before you were born, Derek, but it's called the uh, the Sting. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I I just uh, uh I I love movies where it's hard to figure out what the ending is cuz you have to sort of think the whole time and and uh it was a, a a cool movie for its day and so that and then I uh the the music uh when I forced my kids to take piano and it really was forcing them. Um, I had them uh, play uh, that kind of music, and, and they appreciated the music more than the movie, I think.
0: That's fantastic. Well, Ken, thank you for taking the time uh, with me, and um, I'll look forward to learning about the art of the Louvre. Great. <laughs> thank Thanks you so Derek. much.